Well, happy Friday, beautiful. We are back for part two of why some can actually heal faster from betrayal trauma than others. So the first part was talking about the group of women and or men who have been betrayed and are actually stuck in the trauma of the betrayal. I gave you a number of reasons of why you can be stuck and how it can keep you from moving forward through to the recovery that you're desiring and how it can even sabotage healing the relationship as well. Well, in today's broadcast, we are talking about the second group, those who actually heal and are able to move forward. They're not stuck in the quicksand of the trauma. They're moving forward they are enjoying their life once again they're picking up the pieces and moving on we're going to give you some inside scoop as to how they are doing that and I'm going to share eight tips with you today to get you unstuck so you can join that group so stay tuned Hey beautiful, it's my birthday month and we are celebrating for the entire month of February. How you ask? We are getting ready to launch a brand new membership program just for you. So I have a few questions for you. Are you ready to heal from the devastation of his affair once and for all? Are you ready to leave behind the intrusive thoughts, get control of the triggers once and for all? Learn how to set those healthy boundaries, rebuild trust in yourself and others, and finally rise up as that confident woman that God has created you to be. And at the end of the day, leave all of the pain behind once and for all. Well, beautiful, if that's you, this membership is exactly what you've been looking for. This is going to only open twice a year. So we are opening the doors, swinging them wide open March the 11th, and we won't open again for quite a while, probably the end of summer. So you have the chance to get in on the wait list right now. And you're asking, how much is this gonna cost? It's $37 a month. Yes, you heard me right, beautiful. We are celebrating my birthday and we are celebrating it right. So what do you get in this program? Well, first off, you get access to a private Facebook community where you can build your sisterhood for those of you who are looking to connect with community and heal with other women who are like-minded, going through the same thing that you are. You're also going to be given a proven roadmap to recovery. You're going to have weekly video sessions that are pre-recorded so you can go through them at a self-paced. You're going to have a brand new workbook that I just finished designing just for you, downloadable PDFs, support and accountability. You're going to also have a weekly Q&A live with me. Yes, it's going to be a coffee chat with Lisa once a week where you get to submit your questions and have them answered live weekly. You're also going to get a couple of bonuses. You're going to have access to my Devastated to Determined mini course to get you started and how to thrive through the holidays and not just survive after betrayal. You're gonna get that workshop as well. All of this for $37 a month. So beautiful, don't wait. Like go below in the show notes, click on my website. You can go to lisalimehouse.com, click the work with me tab and go to the group membership program, get on the wait list, or I made it really easy. Below in the show notes, you'll see a little link that says membership. Click on there and get on the wait list. 
You want to do that now because I have some freebies coming and you'll get early access to this. Now, we open the doors March the 11th, so you don't want to delay. Get on the wait list so you can find out all the goodies and we can start journeying together to your recovery and see you healed once and for all from the devastation of his betrayal. Can't wait to see you on the inside. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. You know, if you're like most who have been betrayed, you know what it's like to be hit square between the eyeballs with the discovery of your spouse's infidelity, be it through pornography use, sexual addiction, uh, maybe they have had one affair, multiple affairs, emotional and or physical, but whatever the infidelity is, it's betrayal nonetheless, and you know the agony, the pain, the devastation of it all. You know what it's like to feel like you're going crazy. How could this have even happened to you? You had no clue. Then you start looking back and seeing all the red flags and start to question your own sanity as to how you could not see the red flags when they were so evident. And then there are those of us who are just so side sideswiped by this thing. We, we had a good marriage, but yet there was still betrayal that was secretly hidden and your husband and or wife now was living this secret life and you are left just trying to pick up the shattered pieces of your life. Being betrayed is when someone violates your trust at the deepest level, and betrayal can trigger many complex emotions, and it can leave you feeling overwhelmed, dismayed, saddened, angry, frustrated, rageful. It can leave you feeling as though you're crazy, and it can leave you feeling absolutely hopeless. You begin to experience all of these things and you can also experience betrayal in other relationships as well with family and friends when they find out you've been betrayed and they're not there to support you. That's when the rubber hits the road, so to speak, and you find out who your close-knit friends and family really are. This experience may make you wonder, how are you going to deal with all of this? How are you going to move forward? And there are two groups that are that come to that crossroad, so to speak. We both have been hit by betrayal, but some of us get stuck at a certain stage, and then there are those of us who continue to move forward. Now, I know that it can be extremely difficult to manage all the emotions, to navigate the murky waters of betrayal, but I want you to know that you can heal from it and you can overcome all of it. You don't have to be like the first group we talked about last week or earlier this week, those who stay stuck in the quicksand of the trauma. And those who don't stay stuck, they uh, have figured out what they need to do and they follow what I call a certain roadmap, so to speak. So today I'm going to share with you how they differ from those who get stuck. And then I'm going to give you eight tips that you can start to implement to get yourself out of that quicksand so you can start to move forward as well. So 
What about those who you see and they've been through the same thing that you've been through, but yet you're stuck, you can't move forward, even five, ten years down the road, yet you see a group of women who are actually thriving on the other side of betrayal. How in the world did they do this? Well, beautiful, let me just, let me from the get-go let you know that some of the things I talked about in the first part of this little series, they are not doing those things. They are not reliving the narrative over and over and over again, day in and day out. They have recognized that just talking about what has happened to them over and over and over again is doing nothing for them but reliving the trauma day in and day out. They are keeping themselves stuck in the pain and they come to the realization of that. They recognize, what am I doing to myself? Every time I talk about it, it's re-traumatizing. Every time I relive this scenario, it does nothing but knock me five steps back when I've taken seven steps forward. So they recognize the things that are hindering their process and they take note of it very quickly and they choose not to do those things again. The next thing I want you to know is they, they really come to the realization that they are worth more than what they've experienced. In other words, the betrayal that they have just gone through, the infidelity that has been had against them, right? What they've experienced through this betrayal, they're worth more than that. And they recognize their self-worth. They start recognizing once again that they are worth the effort to invest and heal, and they desire to heal. In other words, there is a willingness deep down within them that says, I don't want to feel this way anymore. I don't want to stay stuck anymore. I want to feel better. I want to gain my life back. I want to have a brighter future. And whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. And they start taking the necessary steps to get themselves there. There's a mindset shift, so to speak, that transpires. Those who are stuck in the quicksand of the trauma in those state that stage and they can't move forward, they've not had that mindset shift yet. They've not recognized their worth. They've not recognized that they need to take the necessary steps. They're stuck in things like, well, he's the one that betrayed me. He's the one with the problem. He's the one that needs to go to therapy or coaching. He's the one that needs to do all the hard work. I didn't do this, so why should I have to put forth the effort? And that is what is keeping them stuck. Well, for those who get unstuck from that, they recognize that's not true. They recognize they've been involved in a life-threatening situation. Their husband or wife has been driving the vehicle and drove it very carelessly. They wrapped that vehicle around a tree. And now both of you are bleeding out on the side of the road and you both need critical intensive care. You need triage. 
You can't go over to your spouse who drove this vehicle very, very carelessly through the betrayal, so to speak. You can't go over to them and see to their wounds. You can't help them with their recovery. You need triage. You need critical care. And until you receive that, you're not going to be able to help anyone else. So they recognize that. Those who who actually pull up their bootstraps, so to speak, recognize, wait a minute, I'm bleeding out. I need help and I'm going to get it. I'm going to heal and I'm going to, in other words, regain my life. I'm going to claim it back. I'm no longer going to allow the enemy and others to steal anything else from me. I want to live again and I'm going to go after it with everything it takes until I gain it back. So beautiful, there is this mindset shift that takes place in those who are thriving through betrayal. And this is what happens. So what about you? Where are you in your journey? Are you a part of the group that actually thrives? They're looking at it and go, you know what? This was unfair. This was not what I asked for in my life. Yes, I've been victimized. This has been done to me, but I don't want to be a victim. They don't take on the victim mentality. They don't take on that identity, that label, so to speak. No, no. They rise up victoriously and choose to do so. So their mindset is, I am no longer a victim. Yes, I was victimized. Yes, this was unfair. Yes, I cannot believe this is done to me. And yes, this is going to be hard work moving forward in the future. But you know what? I'm worth it. I'm worth every bit of it. And so I am going for it with everything that I am. And I'm going to recover. And I'm going to come out on the other side even better than I was prior to the betrayal. So, where are you in that? If that mind shift has not happened for you yet, then beautiful, there needs to be an awakening that takes place. There needs to be some work done on yourself so that you can start to see your worth. Jesus Christ died for you on that cross, beautiful. And he says that you are priceless. And you are worth far more that has been done to you. So let's start by shifting your mindset and recognizing your worth. Now, how can you start to implement some things to actually get unstuck so that you can join the group who is thriving through the betrayal, who have gone on to heal and recover and are actually enjoying their life? And if their marriage has not been reconciled, they're okay with that because they love their life. And if their marriage was reconciled, their marriage is even better than it was before. How can you enter into that camp? Well, I want to give you eight ways to do that today. So get your pen and paper and let's go ahead and dive in. How do you actually start to uh, move on and get unstuck from the trauma of the betrayal? Well, the first thing is you seek out safe people, those in your life that you can actually share your story with. Now, I don't mean to get stuck in it, not stuck in the narrative where that's all you talk about day in and day out. No, no. Someone who can help you unpack it. 
someone who can be there for you and can speak life into you. They recognize when you are getting stuck and they call you on the carpet. They actually look at you and say, you know what? I have heard this story for the last year. When are you going to start to actually choose to heal from it? They speak life into you and they allow you to do the same to them. Talking about your situation, the betrayal with someone that you can trust can actually be healing and it can help you to clear your thoughts, clear your head, so to speak. So turning to a close friend, a loved one um, is a good thing, but I will also interject here that turning to a trauma-informed therapist and or coach is definitely an option that you need to seek out because they are going to help you with a proven roadmap to guide you through your healing. They're going to recognize when you're starting to get stuck and they're going to help you come and pull you out of that quagmire, so to speak, right? So if you're not ready to deep dive into a one-on-one private coaching, well, by all means, you know, earlier in the broadcast, I talked about my group coaching membership program that is launching March the 11th. Get in on that. That's a great way to start your healing journey. And it's only $37 a month. Beautiful. So this is a great way to dip your toe in the water of healing, to get some healing under your belt. And when you get stuck, then you can grab some one-on-one coaching. You can grab some sessions to help you through the little nuances that sometimes seem to bog us down. All right, number two, you need to practice self-care. And I know some of you have heard me say this. I don't mean just a mani-pedi. While those are fun and good and all the things and, you know, treating yourself to those is great, that's not the deep dive of self-care that I'm talking about. Taking care of your physical health your mental and emotional and spiritual health can help you to heal from the trauma. It can help you to get unstuck because when you're actually taking care of you, you start to regain your self-worth. You start to increase your emotional health. You start to increase your self-confidence once again. And it is said that self-care after betrayal includes eating a balanced diet, meals that are good for you, getting enough sleep, engaging in activities that bring you joy, hobbies that you love. What are those things for you? And aside from just taking care of your physical health, relaxing and calming your mind can also help. Prayer is vital. It has been proven that prayer actually heals the soul, the mind, the mental, the brain capacity. It heals the entire person, right? And if you start to overthink while you're laying in bed at night, then by all means, get up, take a nice relaxing shower, or maybe a soothing bath with some essential oils and some Epsom salt to kind of pull out some of the toxins that your body is overloading with, and have some soothing music there for you. You can also turn to your hobbies to boost your mood. 
I have one woman that I work with that she loves to design and create t-shirts for family and friends. It is relaxing and it is soothing to her soul. So she has increased that hobby and it has brought joy to her through this process and has helped to move her through her healing journey. So what are your hobbies that you might need to engage in? Grab them out the closet, so to speak, beautiful, and start doing them. All right, number three is this. Stop blaming yourself for the betrayal. I know that when the betrayal takes place, you might start to wonder, is it my fault? Did I nag too much? Did I not give him enough sex? Was I not taking care of myself? And, you know, am I too overweight or too thin? You know, what are some of the things you're blaming yourself for? Beautiful, stop doing that. This kind of thinking is detrimental to the healing process. It interferes with it. So remind yourself often, this was his choice or her choice. They, free will, chose to enter into betrayal, whether it's through pornography or whether it's through an emotional or physical affair. It was their choice, not yours. You did not have consent in this, so it was not your fault. No matter what's occurred between the two of you, no matter how your marriage is currently, the only person who is at fault is the one who did the betraying. End of story. All right, number four. You have to get to a point of acknowledging and accepting what has transpired. Until we accept and acknowledge that we've been betrayed, we're not going to be able to heal from it. We have to come face to face with it. Denying the betrayal won't help you heal from the betrayal. It will only hinder the process. Clarifying what has happened, gaining truth about what has happened, actually looking it in the face for what it is will help you to move forward. It will allow you to feel your emotions and actually work through them. And working alongside a trauma-informed therapist and coach can actually help you with this process. It's not an easy one. Believe me, I understand. Because we would rather not face the truth. We would rather shove it under the rug and deny it because it does hurt. I know it does, beautiful. I've been there. I know that pain. I know that devastation and agony. I know that it feels like it's ripping your heart out and your heart is actually going to explode, that you're going to die from it and you'll never survive it. I know the deep-rooted agony pain. I really do. But I also know that when you accept it and when you acknowledge it, you can start to heal from it. And it helps you to get unstuck from the pain and trauma. Okay, number five is very crucial. Give yourself grace and be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace and be patient with your with yourself. Healing from betrayal is a process. It's not an overnight thing. I know we wish it was. I know we could we wish that we could snap our fingers and wake up from the nightmare and we would be healed. And I know many of us have cried out to God and we have asked God to take the pain away and we wish that it was one and done. But most of the time, beautiful 99% of the time, it's a process. Why? Because there's something deep that God wants to also do in you. He wants to refine you and make you better. 
And that is a beautiful thing. It's not a terrible thing. It's a beautiful thing. I love who I am on this side of betrayal. I'm better for it. I'm actually better for it. Now, while I never want to experience it again, I'm actually a better woman, a better wife, a better mom, a better leader, a better coach, a better friend because of it. And you can be too. Now, it might consume your life for a while, but you'll actually feel better each and every day if you continue to move forward and continue to choose your healing day in and day out. This is a process. Choose to embrace the process and choose to trust God with it to bring you to the right person to help guide you through so that you can recover. Okay, so let's look at the next one. Practice forgiveness. Oh, I know this one's hard, beautiful. I do know it's hard. But when you forgive someone from betraying you, it doesn't mean that what they did is okay. It doesn't let them off the hook, so to speak. It just transfers them from your hook to God's hook. That's what it does. And it actually unshackles you from the trauma of the betrayal. It actually means you're releasing resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, and you're choosing personal peace. You're choosing the path of God's way instead of the vengeful way of society and our fallen nature. We seek revenge. If we are going to do it in our flesh, of course we would. It's only being human. But God's way is better, and God's way sets you free. And forgiveness can help you feel empathy and compassion, uh, and it can affect your well-being in a positive way. Experts indicate that forgiveness actually decreases your blood pressure, it eases anxiety and depression, it lowers your heart rate, it improves your overall heart health, it helps to regulate your nervous system, and it brings an overall well-being emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Forgiving someone doesn't mean that you just let them back in your life either. Reconciliation and forgiveness are not one in the same. You can forgive someone without allowing them access to you again, without rebuilding that relationship with them. They have to earn that back. Making sure that they are repentant, there's fruit in keeping with repentance, and they are actively seeking a reconciled life. So beautiful forgiveness is for you. And so seeking to forgive can actually help get you unstuck from the trauma of betrayal. All right, the next one is to give yourself space actually from the person who betrayed you. Listen, sometimes we need a time out. That can be through a therapeutic separation in home or either in separate homes Um, just so that you both have a timeout, so to speak, to stop the toxicity that has been fueling the relationship. Healing from betrayal is hard enough in and of itself, but it can be even more difficult when the person who has hurt you is around you and they are continuing in their pornography addiction or they haven't stopped the affair. With me, my husband refused to stop the affair. And because of that, 
I had to physically remove myself from the situation. We separated physically for an entire year, and I actually filed for divorce before he finally woke up and stopped the affair. Sometimes we have to actually separate ourselves from the person who hurt us in order to give ourselves space so that we can start to heal and get unstuck from the trauma that's been heaped upon us through the betrayal. So this could even include um, asking mutual friends not to mention what's going on with your spouse right now not to share things with you. Maybe it's that you need to disconnect from social media right now so that you're not getting updates on what's going on. Whatever that looks like from you, sometimes a timeout is necessary so that you can move forward in your healing process and not stay stuck. All right, the last one I want to share with you today is avoiding retaliation. Those who get unstuck and actually move forward to recovery, they don't retaliate, beautiful. They don't. I know that it's easy to want to seek vengeance. Believe me, I felt the same way. I did. I felt the same way. But doing that will only hurt you. Being betrayed is incredibly hurtful. We all admit that. And I know that feeling of wanting to just get back, to call the other the other person, the one they had the affair with, to lash out in vengeance because they've wounded you so much. But vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And vengeance is detrimental to you. And nine times out of ten, you will regret it. You will absolutely regret it with everything that you are. So leave that to God. That's why you put your spouse on their on God's hook. You put the other person they had the affair with on God's hook. Let God deal with it. There are consequences naturally that God will implement. And they do happen. And I know that because it happened to me when I was the betrayer at 25. There are natural consequences. Allow God to do those. Thinking about revenge only interferes with your healing and keeps you stuck in the quicksand of the trauma. It leads to negative thoughts, and it's best for you to focus on your healing journey and not the negative things, because that only shuts your brain down and doesn't allow the healing to take place. I know you may think they deserve all the punishment in the world, but it won't improve your situation and it won't help you feel better. So leave that in the hands of God. Beautiful, I want you to know that when it comes to betrayal, it is one of the most horrific things that you can experience. I know that, but I also know that you can heal from it. You don't have to stay stuck in the quicksand of the trauma of betrayal. You can be of the second group who thrives through the process of healing, who goes on to recover, and actually loves your life again. Implementing these steps I gave you today are one way to do that. 
And I will tell you that by helping, having someone to help you with a proven roadmap, either through a group coaching program or private coaching, can definitely benefit you and get you there quicker. So please feel free to join the coaching group that launches March the 11th. You can actually get in now and get all the bonuses. And you can also reach out to me by going below in the show notes and actually clicking on the cons- the consults tab and seeing if one-on-one coaching is right for you. It will be an honor to lead you through the process of healing so you can get your life back once and for all and embrace the beautiful destiny that God has in store for you. Be blessed and I'll see you soon. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.